Welcome to another episode of Amon Sharon's Pirate Radio Podcast. On today's episode, we'll be discussing some of the most famous scandals in the world of baseball. I think everyone knows that cheating has been part of baseball from the beginning, and we're going to be discussing um, our opinions on some of the biggest, most famous baseball scandals since the beginning of the game. So today, as it is Q&A Friday, we got some questions, and one of the questions was uh, from our former guest and good friend, Sean Kildare, and he asked, why do baseball fans enjoy A-Rod and Big Poppy when they have cheated and lied to fans, but hate Bonds and McGuire when they have done the same? So my opinion on this is, first of all, um, Bonds and McGuire came first. They were some of the first ones to be caught uh, cheating with steroids. Um, obviously, they had the race between uh, McGuire and Sosa, and that kind of captivated uh, many different people. And when people found out that, that was um, that was done through cheating, I think people really uh, turned off by that. So I think that's some of the reason why um, why people hate Bonds and McGuire and Sosa. But I think because A-Rod and Big Poppy came uh, maybe 10 years or so after that, five to 10 years after that, uh, people had accepted that steroids were part of the game and kind of moved on from that initial hate of finding out that um, the records weren't real. I also think um, Big Poppy and A-Rod are, well, at the time A-Rod was hated, uh, hated by everyone else other than Yankee fans and and Big Poppy was loved um, by Red Sox fans and hated by everyone else. And now after the game, they're some of the most notable baseball figures and everyone kind of really enjoys them on commentary and as analysts. So I think they're more likable guys. We haven't really heard from Bond and McGuire in a long time. So I think there is a double standard, but I think that because guys like Sammy Sosa, Barry Bonds, and Mark McGuire came first and they're trying out to be cheaters. People weren't used to that and they weren't ready to accept that. So I think maybe if Bonds and McGuire had come um, 10 years later and people had accepted that cheating and steroids were part of the game, they might not be hated as much as they are now. All right, so we're going to go back and, like I said, cheating's been part of baseball since the very beginning. And one of the most famous stories in regards to that is the Black Sox scandal. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, players like Shoeless Joe Jackson and um, the 1999 uh, White Sox team in the World Series were accused of uh, taking bribes to throw the World Series against the Cincinnati Reds. So I'll read a little bit. I'll read a little bit on that. And this has been covered in a uh, major movie. Uh, I'm not sure the name of it, but I'll get to that in a second. And um, it was also covered in actually in Boardwalk Empire, the HBO show, uh, through the character Arnold Arnold Rothstein. And I'll talk about him now. So 
So the Black Sox scandal was a Major League Baseball game-fixing scandal in which eight members of the Chicago White Sox were accused of throwing the 1919 World Series against the Cincinnati Reds in exchange for money from a gambling syndicate led by Arnold Rawson, like I mentioned. Uh, Judge Kennesaw Mountain Lewis, Mountain Landis, was appointed the first commissioner in baseball with absolute control over the sport to restore its integrity. Despite acquittals in a public trial in 1921, Judd Landis permanently banned all eight men from professional baseball. So this was really significant because um, Shulish Joe Jackson was one of the greatest players of that time, and um, he obviously wasn't allowed to play anymore after this. So the conspiracy was that they were met, uh, this gambling group, and they decided to pay them a large amount of money to throw these games. And the controversy is that even though Shulish Joe Jackson played really well in these games, they thought he could have played even better and therefore was throwing the game. So I found this one very interesting. Um, let me just see uh, how it was covered in the... So it was covered in the Boardwalk Empire series, which I thought was very interesting, but they mentioned it through uh, Arnold uh, Rothstein, and I thought his character was very interesting, and the movie was called Eight Men Out. So this was a 1988 sports drama based on the book that was written about the same scandal in the Black Sox 1991 World Series. So yeah, it was obviously covered in pop culture long after the event, and um in my opinion, these men did take bribes, and even though Shula Joe Jackson had great stats, I think he probably could have played even better and therefore was um, throwing the game. All right, some other Major League scandals. Another big one is the um, 1980s Pete Rose betting scandal. In March of 1989, baseball's all-time hits leader and manager of the Cincinnati Reds since 84 was reported by Sports Illustrated as betting on Major League games, including Reds games where he was the manager. So obviously, uh, he was uh, one of the all-time greats as a player, all-time hits leader still to this day. And as a manager of the Reds, he was accused of betting on games. So some say that he only bet uh, for his team to win. And others say he bet um, both ways. So he potentially could have thrown games. And even if he bet on his team to win, he could have um, uh, used all of his pitchers in that game, which is and burnt out players for the upcoming games so he could have even though he was trying to win that game he could have um potentially harmed his chances of winning the following game so and the first rule so that obviously that's that's not allowed and the first thing they tell you when you get to a major league sport from what i've heard is gambling is not allowed whether you bet for your team gambling on any game whether you're playing in it managing it is not allowed so um, I do believe uh, Pete Rose should be barred from the Hall of Fame because he broke the Cardinal rule. So even though he's the best hit lead, uh, all-time hits leader, I don't, I do not think he deserves a space in the Hall of Fame. One of the next major scandals um, is the 1985 cocaine, cocaine scandal. So uh, it reads as follows: Players from the Pittsburgh Pirates, Dave Parker, Dale Barra, Rod Scurry, Lee Mazzilli, Lee Lacy, and John Milner. As well as non-pirates, Willie Mays, Vita Blue, Enos Cable, Keith Hernandez, Jeffrey Leonard, Tim Raines, and Lonnie Smith were summoned to appear before a Pittsburgh grand jury. Their testimony led to the Pittsburgh drug trials, which made national news. So obviously, cocaine was at its height in 1985, and many players were caught up in this scandal. And it was a problem across all athletics, and um, especially at this point in Major League Baseball.
Um, in terms of this, obviously players can do what they want, but I think that it affected the game as players are doing in the clubhouse in between innings and things like that. So obviously, I don't think it's as much of a problem anymore, but I think that it's important that um, these players were given a punishment and um, all drugs were eventually barked in the clubhouse. And, um, yeah, I don't think this really belongs in the game. I don't really have too much more to say about that. But I'm glad this was found out and the problem was fixed and across all athletics, including Major League Baseball. So the next one is a big one. There was the, the Mitchell Report uh, involving the steroid investigations in 2005. So the steroid rumors and facts resulted in several de facto bans from the game by players who were either certifiable or suspected use of steroids and significant doubt has been cast upon the quality of various baseball records set since the early 1990s. Some people base their opinion on Jose Canseco's tell-all book Juiced, Wild Times, Rampant Roids, Smash Hits, and How Baseball Got Big. So, obviously, um, some people argue that baseball needs steroids and chicks stick to long ball and people love home runs. That's one way of looking at it, but um, early on, uh, especially in this time, 2005, and some argue since the 1990s, uh, steroids changed the game of baseball completely. Um, players went from having uh, average stats to skyrocketing up, and if you took steroids, it could really have the chance to change your game and change your power and uh, really allow you to hit more home runs. So um, what I think is I'm glad the investigation was made and um, players now get tested more frequently and it's harder to get away with using steroids and this suspensions and punishments, um, discourage people from using steroids. Um, I think many players unfairly got the blame. Like, uh, I think punishment for A-Rod was a little too harsh and he, um, was kind of made the, the MLB kind of made an example out of him. But um, I do not think steroids belong in the game because first of all, they're damaging to the health of the players and, um, will hurt them later in life. Obviously, it's their choice whether or not it's their decision, whether they want to harm their body. But um, some argue that the, it makes the game more exciting, but I think based on the health effects, and um, I think you always want a level playing field in your in the game. So that's why I think steroids should not be a part of baseball. Obviously, some people feel differently, but that's kind of that. And like I said, I think some players, the act kind of fell on them, and they unfairly got a long longer suspension than others including a rod now in terms of if you're a minor leaguer and the only way you could uh have have a chance to make a living and take steroids i can't really fault you for that if that's your only way to stay in the league and continue to make money and provide for your family i understand that obviously minor league isn't as serious it's not as much on the line so i understand that but in terms of the mlb and the top of the competition i think there should always be a level playing field Got some questions from my dad. Shout out to Kevin Sheeran. Um, okay, let's see here. So he asked about the borderline talents, about people on the borderline needing to take performance-enhancing drugs, and I think uh, that's okay as long as you're not um, taking someone's chances away in the MOB. Okay. And he asked, why do you forgive the cheater of your hometown team and hate the rival teams cheaters i think uh let's say a rod was on the red sox and he 
ended up being traded to the Red Sox, I would have hated him as a Yankee fan. And um, the same way I hated David Ortiz. And now I can look at David Ortiz and see that he's a great, uh, funny guy. I think you're all, you'll always cheer your team and hate the rival. And I think that's just the way sports work. So I'm, I'm glad I get to love the players on the Yankees and hate the Red Sox. So that was kind of an easy answer. Um, okay. All right. We'll come back to that. Okay, the next one is the 2013 Biogenesis scandal. In 2013, 20 Major League Baseball players were accused of HDH, human growth hormone, after obtaining it in the clinic Biogenesis of America. Milwaukee Brewers star Ryan Braun, who had a drug-related suspension overturned in 2011, made a deal with MLB and accepted a 65-game ban. Two weeks later, New York Yankee star Alex Rodriguez was suspended in 2014, through the 2014 season, 2011 games, and 12 other players were suspended for 50 games. It was the most players were suspended at one time by the MLB. So maybe this was um, where you were suspended, and I got that wrong, and the but the same point applies. He took the brunt and had the longest suspension because the MLB uh, wanted to make an example out of him, and, and Ryan Braun. Um, HGAs, I guess, is a little different, um, as it does have health effects, but they're not necessarily as bad as steroids. Um, this is the most uh, MLB players were suspended at one time. And because of the corruption in biogenesis, obviously this had to be uh, stopped again. Same point applies that baseball should be played at a level playing field. And um, yeah, you have to do what you can, but to ensure that level playing field, and then that's what the commissioner did. But I think... Um, Iran unfairly got the brunt of this suspension. So then the last one we have here is the sign ceiling sandals. 2019, Mike Fires, the Oakton Athletics, put to Ken Rosenthal, Ken Rosenthal and Evan Drylick of the Athletic, where he revealed that uh, the Astros had been electronically stealing signs since at least the 2017 season. After an investigation by the MLB, Astros manager AJ Hinch and general manager Jeff Lunhow uh, were suspended for one year for from MLB. In addition, the Astros were fined $5 million and lost their second and first round draft picks for the 2020 and 2021 MLB uh, drafts. After the news broke, Astros owner Jim Crane fired both Hinch and Lonhow. So that goes on to describe the punishments. Um, obviously, it's the, this was the one that was recently in the news. And the thing is, as a Yankee fan and the other teams, I'm sure the other teams, uh, fans of the other teams, Astros beat. Excuse me. The Astros beat on the way to the World Series. Obviously, have a, a bone to pick with the MLB because the Astros still have that World Series championship. But the thing is, they probably weren't the only team cheating, but they were the ones that caught. So they deserve to uh, have an asterisk next to that World Series championship. And I think that really is the crux of the argument. I think there should be an asterisk uh, next to the Astros World Series championship. And um, obviously, People sign steal, like if there's a man on second, obviously he's going to look at what the catcher puts down. But at the same time, the Astros went a step beyond and were using, um, I believe, Apple Watches. They were accused of using buzzers, people from the bullpen, and all this uh, different stuff. So I think, like I said, the Astros deserve an asterisk, and as that is an illegitimate um, World Series championship. So that's kind of all the scandals. Um, that we went over some of the, the other questions we got from the Instagram and uh, from my dad were uh, in regards to cheating 
where uh, if everyone in competitive cycling was doping, is that different? I think that is a little different. And in terms of like Lance Armstrong, it was later found out uh, Lance Armstrong is famous for winning the Tour de France six times, that uh, the top 15, everyone who uh, finished 1 through 15 in, that, in those Tour de France's, or at least one of those um, tours, were accused of uh, similar performance-enhancing drugs. So I think if everyone's cheating, essentially no one's cheating. So I think that are still uh, legitimate tour wins for him. And that's kind of where I fall on that. And the final question we got is a little inside joke. Um, well, I, yeah, I guess it is an inside joke. Uh, childhood game we used to play. Uh, shout out to Justin TVD for this question. Um, what happened to the game 13-13 Dead and Drive? And uh, I don't know. Probably got lost in the move, but that was a fun game uh, we used to play as children. Uh, it was a mix of like Clue and Mousetrap. So it was a really fun game. Shout out to Justin for that question. And that kind of wraps up this week. If you uh, want to get a question in for next week's Q&A Friday, just um, I'll probably post it again on my story. But once again, the link to leave a voice message is open. So just uh, give me a shout out on there and uh, just rate and review five stars. Thank you guys again for listening and let me know uh, what content you want, what guests you want to have on. If you want to be a guest on the podcast, just uh, contact me and let me know. Thank you guys for listening. Anyone?